Creatoring is a bi-weekly podcast where we will discuss issues important to the creative community, but with way less care and respect than they deserve. We'll probably just end up talking about pop culture stuff or doing weird improv. Sometimes we may actually be sincere. It's not on purpose. I blame the guests. to start i guess i guess i'll start since nobody's bothered to ask you guys um and we'll start with zach why 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 did you want to do a podcast um i wanted to do a podcast because your podcast wasn't weird enough i can see that yeah that and and i missed i missed daniel oh isn't that sweet Uh, i mean it's sweet but only in like a creepy way um but if I'm being isn't, quite honest, is that the only way? I think so. I think so. Yeah. I mean, you can really only long after someone, miss someone. Are you are you writing me a letter? No, is I'm it? trying to get ASMR tingles going. Oh, well, my hair is on edge. I've got goose flesh right now, so you succeeded. Keep, Thank you. Keep going with your answer. Yeah, of course. What, uh, what people can't see is the fully work that uh, Zach is doing right now. It's really quite remarkable. He's got a uh, like a receipt from 1994 from Blockbuster. Um, now he's jiggling what appears to be a like a rabbit leg. Uh, where did you even get that, man? Was it a farmer's market oh, or something? Fresh. That wasn't a rabbit leg, though. I don't know if you noticed, but he was actually standing up and his pants were down. That's true. I was gonna. I was being nice, but yeah, it's true. Yes. Yeah. You guys are both sweet. Very yeah. uncouth behavior here. <laughs> yeah, so 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 getting back on rails slightly. What Zach? I mean, Zach, Daniel, the one with glasses now. Um, <laughs> We're both Zach and Daniel at this point. Yes, Daniel. Why did you want to do a podcast with uh, Zach? You know, I think that there to sort of piggyback off of what Zach was saying. I, I do think that there exists this type of absurdity and this type of lack of seriousness that exists in the design world that not a lot of people project a lot unless you're like one-on-one or it's like you know like you're at a convention like creative south or you know crop or something like that but people tend to take themselves a little too seriously online because (laughs) your online persona is an online persona it's not who you really are you know, right, we, we've already established we're not going to talk about design Twitter. So let's. <laughs> so that was the only mention of Twitter that I will make. And if I make another one, then I've, it's going to happen. I've got a you candle know, here. You know, we'll devolve into that at some point. It's just going to happen. It's going to happen. Um, but yeah, I think that I think that there's this additional layer um, to designers and people in the creative industry that that they sort of hide sometimes. And I think it's Zach and I's 
job to sort of extract that for better or for worse. Why did why did you start a podcast without us, Jason? Did I start one without you? Um because yeah. I was too chicken shit to ask other people to do a podcast <laughs> with me. Um yeah, I mean my real reason for starting a podcast was you know I was already talking to my friends in Slack um all the time and had a buddy that was pestering me about podcasts and it just kind of dawned on me that you know this is a way I could do something and give back to Creative South and have an actual chance to have a conversation with other designers and my friends, which um, is, is tough because it's not, there's not a huge design community down here where I live. Um, and I wanted to be able to have conversations like actual conversations. <laughs> Cause Slack is cool and all, but yeah, it doesn't lead to long form conversations that, yeah, that often. you can, you can edit a Slack message, but you can't edit something that you say live the podcast, unfortunately. <laughs> Not uh, as well as you should. <laughs> just because I don't edit everything out of the podcast doesn't mean you can't do it. Oh, yeah. No, there's plenty of people to do. I don't I mean I barely edit mine. I run it through through sound. And then if there's weird glitches or if somebody like sneezes or coughs in the middle. But other than that, content is... Stays what do you do? Same. What do you do with the stuff you cut out? I have folders and just bukus of just like blackmail stuff. Um well, I've stored it in a secured vault off-site in Antarctica. Um uh-huh. Uh-huh. I'm a little concerned that it may have flooded over the summer, but I haven't gotten any messages back. Um You didn't have it in the seed vault, did you? Cuz that did flood. I I did, but it was on the top shelves, so I understand that the top shelves were okay. Um, that's what they would say. You know, I, I was trying to multitask. I was trying to keep my heirloom tomatoes and my um, podcast blackmail material in the same spot. It's an interesting combination. Um, but you know. I mean, it was really just for monetary purposes. Sure. I, you know, of course. Cost saving, you know. Of course. Of course. Got to pinch pennies where you can. I, I agree with that. Uh, I, no, I really don't. The, the, to, for the honest, actual, sincere answer um, that you can blame me for, since this will be—I'll be your guest in this spot. Um, uh-huh. I don't have too much like stuff that needs to be cut out, or I mean, I've had maybe out of all the interviews I've done, I've had maybe like three or four where somebody's asked me to cut something out. Um, and it wasn't really blackmail stuff. It was just more like, Hey, the way I phrased that might get me in trouble with work. Can you, uh, take me out? And, uh, I'm not enough of a dick to put that out there. Um, I'm trying to think of, I think the most we've had to cut out like serious stuff was when we've mentioned people's names that we didn't mm-hmm. mean to mention mm-hmm. while making fun of them. Uh, I think we've had to he- cut some of those out. I, I had to do redo an entire podcast with someone. Um, Lenny. Well, I have had to do, redo an entire podcast with Lenny, but that was because he lost the audio recording of his. So I'll call him out on that, um, <laughs> even though that was almost two years ago now. <laughs> um, I love you, Lenny. 
We had Remember to record ours record? twice because I did the same thing. Oh, see, okay, with Lenny. So this, yeah, it, it, it was it was karma coming back to Lenny. Um, no, I'm not going to name who the podcast was. Um, <laughs> who I had to re-record um, stuff with, but we did mention a person who um, who likes to name his conference after himself. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, Aaron Seacrest. I can't believe the balls on that guy. I was thinking exactly. about Robert Adobe. Um, yes, yeah. Robert Adobe. That's what I thought. Yeah. Yes. We'll edit that out. I'd go to an OK Pants conference. Um, hey, Jason. Hey, Zach. Is there anybody you haven't had on the show that you still don't want to have on the show? <laughs> Is there anybody I haven't had on the show? <laughs> That I still don't want to have on the show. Yeah. Um, probably a lot of people, but for some reason I'm blanking on that. Um, we haven't had Scotty Russell on, and I don't think I want to. You know, all he's going to talk about is pizza. So, well, he's better person than Daniel and I both are, and that's, I, he's I a better that. person than yeah, that's true. Like half of society is. It's true. I th- I think I might like you know fight him a little bit on you know the merits of physically because I want to watch that. Well, sure, sure. Physically fight. Um, he it would be a pretty quick fight. He would end me um, very swiftly. But also just the merits of slice pizza versus pizza rolls. I'm a pizza roll kind of guy, and I feel you know I had bagel bites for dinner tonight, so. Is did you go to the ER because the top of your mouth was burning like a volcano? No, I properly let them cool. I've learned my lesson far too many times. Uh, you got smarts, my friend. You got yep, smarts. Yep. I like patience. Yeah. yeah. So when you get going back on track again, this is going to be horrible. People are going to hate this. <laughs> Welcome so to catering. It's, it's worked for you. <laughs> yeah. I'm Zach. I'm Daniel. <laughs> I'm not sure that I'm Jason anymore. Well, if if rambling messes are not what people want to listen to, um, they haven't told us yet. You're not it, listening be, hard enough to the voices in your head. It'll oh, be yeah. funny because when I get flustered and nervous, I start like stuttering whole words. No, it's okay. So we'll just keep. We'll going. just wait for that to happen at some point. I'll drop a um, beat behind it. We'll end up with an original song. There mm-hmm. we go. 420 beats per minute, right? (laughs) (laughs) Perfect for Witch House. That's right. So, um, yeah, so you guys, when you were starting the podcast, what, I mean, did you have a goal in mind other than, you know, you just want to keep up with conversations and talk about stuff? Or, you know, were there subjects that you had in mind that you wanted to tackle or... Yeah, I I think like the podcast, like the design podcast pool is so small, just going back to what you were saying earlier, like, you know, it's kind of a small-ish community, and as far mm-hmm. as like people wanting to actually talk about their process and their lives on a on a podcast is, is even smaller, so... You know, you get like a lot of recycling of guests and some podcasts pull some questions and answers out of guests while others all other answers out which you know may or may not be relevant so sure. um as far as a goal you know i almost see 
a situation happening where it's like, okay, we've talked to like most people we want to talk to. Where else can we go? Who else can we talk to? Um, and I know Zach and I had been talking about like even getting like Disney animators or like directors or mm -hmm. musicians or something on. So kind of reaching outside of the scope of just the design community and kind of dipping into creator or uh, the creative community as a whole. Sure. Cause there's a wealth of people out there. Uh, you know, tons of people that I think have a unique perspective on design, even though they're not designers per se. Mm -hmm. um, looking at you, modest mouse. Um, so, <laughs> <laughs> you know, we, I think Zach and I have like a similar like sense of humor and view on life that sort of tiptoes on the macabre. Um, so, like, people that sort of share our same viewpoints um, sure and also people that are on the complete opposite end of our viewpoints because it's just kind of an interesting juxtaposition so yeah i don't know we're goalless for the most part gotcha zach what's your take on it it's mostly just my wife says we're only doing it to get a casper mattress eventually i'm, I'm still waiting for that i uh hadn't worked out for me so far yeah so. Also, I can't find out where to sign up for their sponsorship submittal thing, so uh, it's it's not well marked on their website. If you guys come up here to New York City, then we can just like lay outside of their headquarters on steps or something and refuse oh. to move until they give us mattresses. Um, um, not to get too serious. I mean, I guess we can part the kimono a little bit and kind of get super into our heads, but... Um, Part the kimono? Seriously, Is that an actual like, phrase? <laughs> when we talk about like how stuff seems meaningless and pointless and the universe seems cruel, I think mm -hmm. that's generally our worldview. Like that's actually, <laughs> actually, you know, there's um a newer, I don't know if it's actual philosophy thing. It's from a YouTube channel that I can't pronounce the name of. Do you know how to say the name of it, Daniel? It's the Is it one the that you're optimistic like, nihilism. Yeah, no. but the channel. It's like, I'll, I'll put it in the show notes, but it's um, the idea that if the universe doesn't really mean anything, then we get to make our own point. And generally, if you're doing good things, not hurting people and having fun, you know, while being responsible, I think that's more or less the point of creatoring. Gotcha. That makes Does sense. that make sense? You know, somewhat but taking all the <laughs> Aaron Draplin used to say that we're just cake decorators. Yeah, and, oh, you know, definitely. Don't take yourself so seriously. Well, you know, sorry guys, but in three hundred years, two hundred years, a hundred years, nobody will remember any of this, and very little of it will actually have an impact or matter to anybody. Sure, yeah. but we had we had fun making it. Sure, history will remember like ten of us, um, and and that's pretty much it. So pretty sure I'm not one of those ten. Pretty sure I. <laughs> lack the mental and physical wherewithal to even attempt to do i want to enjoy life you know what i'm saying yeah yeah uh <laughs> but yeah like i i i think that like i don't know i can i want to go off on tangents on social media and how it skews <laughs> our identity um but yeah i you know i, I do think that we kind of want to like drag that super unique perspective that everybody has out of them rather than like, you know, seeing those people sort of play the same um, song, so to speak, 
uh, sure. online. You know, like everybody has a unique voice. Everybody has a personality. Everybody is an individual. But I think that you know the internet um, sort of masks that sometimes. Um, so yeah, if we can <laughs> we can pull that out of people, even if it's super awkward, mm-hmm. we've done a good job. Especially mm. if it's super awkward. Well, I mean, sometimes those awkward conversations can be some of the best conversations. Yeah, they're 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 very raw and they're very real. Um, I like them. There's a if if I can quote. There's a Tom Quap, or Tom Robbins quote I read this morning um, in a jitterbug perfume, which I think is awesome. Uh, it's our individuality is all that we have. There are those who barter it for security, those for, who repress it for what they believe is the betterment of the whole society. But blessed in the twinkle of the morning star is the one who nurtures it and rides it, and grace and love and wit from peculiar station to peculiar station along life's bittersweet route. Uh, it's the only time I'll ever quote anything on a show, but it's beautiful. <laughs> like, it's just, you know. The more you know. Keep to yourself. <laughs> dun, dun, march, dun, dun, dun. <laughs> just march to the beat of your own drum. Um, so, yeah, I think that's, you know, should be like the goal of all podcasts. That gotcha. and education. So what do you do, Jason, to try to separate yourself from the herd as a more formatted interview show? Um, well, I mean, that, so one of them is something I getting getting back to the uh, Internet and social media, not playing nice sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, I got a comment on. I think it was somebody commented on an Instagram post that I put up of, uh, I think it may have been the last episode with Jackie Oakley. Um, and they, they, excuse me, <laughs> that's Daniel taking his pants off. Um, it was, it was, and I'm not going to get it exactly right, but it was like, you have lots of talent. Okay. Now Zach's taking, this is getting weird. Daniel's taking his pants off. Zach's taking his shirt off. I'm not going to remember this quote. <laughs> Daniel's trying really hard not to just crack up over there. Um, so uh, what were we asking? Oh, yeah. So this person said he has a lot of talented guests on, but I really wish he'd stop talking. He'd talk more about process and technique and all this instead of talking about <laughs> family and kids. You know and what I really want to see? I really want to see someone explain Illustrator to me on a podcast, an audio podcast. <laughs> well, that was my first thought. Then my second thought that I had to stop myself from doing was, well, dude, it's a free show. If you don't like it, don't listen. If you want to hear something else, go start your own podcast. They're not, <laughs> believe me, I am not a Mensa member. They are not that hard to start. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's... Just like trying to even wrap my head around the mechanics of doing a show about an, an audio a podcast where you're listening about technique <laughs> about technique with yeah. design is uh oh okay all right not yeah, gonna accept that challenge like I mean I guess I could do one like about the business of things and and I have you know touched on that in the past with guests and stuff but that's not the conversation that I want to have like those conversations are a dime a dozen. You can look in any print magazine or, you know, communication arts or whatever and find those conversations and you can hear it in like half of the design based podcasts out there. It's, you know, they want to get deep dive and how do you get more business? And it's <laughs> like, I mean, yeah, that stuff interests me, but that's not what I want to talk to somebody about. Like, 
I can have that conversation with anybody and they don't have to be a designer to have that conversation. Right. But I'm going to connect with the designer on a more personal level. If I'm having conversations about them and about not about the design, you know, yeah, we talk about work sometimes and we talk about, you know, what got you into it and things like that. But I want to know about the person. That's more interesting to me. Yeah. Yeah, there's often so much more behind just like that designer. And we all can't be de- defined by the fact that we're designers. You know, there's, you know, 90% more person there. That's what I... Well, I like yeah. That. And so go ahead and finish what you were saying. Oh, I was going to say, I, I like to create a South podcast for that fact. Like, even if you don't talk to somebody, if you've never spoken to a designer before, I feel like you kind of get it idea is like who they are as a person not who they are as a designer um that's good that's a it's a vulnerable vulnerable thing for people to do yeah gonna get out of them yeah well and i think for myself you know i I think there's a self-serving thing uh and a lot of designers deal with this of because what we do is so personal we get wrapped up in our identity becomes you know we're a creative, we're a designer. It's like, yeah, but I'm a person. I need to be a person first. And I need to figure out how to be a person before I'm a designer. You know, at a certain point, I would like to retire. I would like to not have to keep working. Not that I don't want to keep creating, but I don't want my identity to be wrapped up in what I do for a living. Yeah. And I, I, I think that that's becoming like more and more difficult for people to do um, mm-hmm. just because of technology's whole. It's like you got to get into like two Instagram accounts, two Twitter accounts, and you've got like your fucking Facebook fan page and mm-hmm. like your, I don't know, understand from a business perspective if you're full freelance and that's just a means of getting business and that makes sense. I, sure. I, I get I, that. Yeah, I get it. But you know, when the business outweighs the personal, you know, you're, you're, you're sort of clouding the fact that you are a human as well and not just a resource that creates visuals. Yep. Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's definitely like a, I've seen it more and more like a struggle that people are being more vocal about online, which is awesome that people Mm -hmm. are being really vulnerable about, vulnerable about that. But I just have to take like these airplane mode days is what I just mm-hmm. started calling them. And like Saturday, Sunday. Shut barring, off from the world. Yeah, I'm gone. I'm out. I just, Forget to set reminders on your phone to remind you about podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I was speeding. New York traffic is shit. Uh, that's all I have to say. All I have to say. Uh, plus, we had a newborn baby pumpkin in the backseat that was, oh. uh, you know, making some. It's a beautiful pumpkin. Yeah, do they make it. baby pump? Do they make baby pumpkin spice on the board? Oh God, um, Jason, what's wrong science? with you? Yeah, it's a child. Yeah, well, it's it's a child, a baby pumpkin. It's a baby. His name is Warwick. Uh, by the Warwick? way, yeah, we're is his, gonna. Are you, is his middle name gonna be Davis? Well, of course. Yeah. How did you know? My God, this man's a clairvoyant. Uh, you know, we're going to carve into his face and then let him decompose on the doorstep for a month. Uh, As which nature is, intended. 
as nature intended. It's what <laughs> Just we all like any good parent does to their right. children. <laughs> of course, to our little children, pumpkins. Um, so cruel. Once you start to like assign personalities behind inanimate objects, you can't do anything because it's just scary. That was a weird tangent. Um, yeah. <laughs> Let's explore that. Are you okay? Did, <laughs> Could did something better. happen? So Could Daniel be. also forgot to refill his medication over yeah. the weekend. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. <laughs> I am volatile to say the least. Um, <laughs> so just got to make sure the doors are locked here and I don't get out. Yeah. That's all. It's fine. It's easy. I just kind of zoned out looking up quotes for creativity, and I still can't find the goddamn one I'm thinking of. <laughs> was that something a quote? like creativity is like the sum of all of our experiences, and you know the idea. You guys have heard it before. Yeah, I think that's part of what makes creativity so personal. And then you pour so much of that into design. That's why people get so butt hurt when you mm-hmm. uh, say anything negative to it. Um, also, I think there was Jason. You might have escaped this. I'll put it right on our millennial shoulders. But the idea that we could live all of our we could live all of our dreams and be happy all the time and never have to worry about debt, knowing all the houses and eat all the avocado toast we wanted is just not true. All right, I'm gonna go out on a limb here and put a very controversial opinion out there. I don't get avocado toast. Like, I mean, I love avocados. I love toast. I don't mind toast on avocados. I do not get paying $7 for a piece of bread with avocado on it and a little salt and pepper. I completely agree with that sentiment 100%. And I am just going to crack this egg of wisdom right now Mm -hmm. and tell people on air how to save money if you want avocado toast. And not pay for avocado toast. Make it yourself, you know? Oh, shit. Make it yourself. Do not use a piece of toast uh, because that gets soggy. Use a tortilla. This is what you're going to do. Preheat your oven to 350 degrees. Put a tortilla in the oven Mm -hmm. uh, for five minutes. Drizzle a little bit of honey on it. That's right. When? Before or after? Uh, Before. Honey. Smash your avocado on top of the tortilla honey concoction. Put a little salt on it. It is like a dollar fifty per serving. Namaste. Uh, you got it. Now, and how do you feel about if I'm going to be lazy about the avocado toast here, or avocado tortilla here, and instead of like buying a fresh avocado and hoping that it's, because uh, you know you've got that sweet spot of a window where it's not ripe, to where you open it up and it's like, oh god, what has happened to this thing? Where Death. it's that brown, wiry, yeah, looking thing inside. Um, it's like so. Hexes. I go out and I buy like that holy guacamole, um, pre-smashed avocado stuff. Yeah, and then I just spread it on there. Is that okay? Am I allowed that, to do that? I mean, That's, it's fine if you want to do it, but I mean, you can use ketchup instead of a tomato, I guess. Yeah, and you can also. This is a. This is like a um, common misconception here. You can also just use any green edible paste, wasabi works you know if you just want to play-doh works you just want to put that on a starch you've got avocado toast you know if you're creative then use your imagination <laughs> envision that it's avocado toast just and it becomes see- avocado toast perfect you're i'm right. not sure which i would re- and, and i'm saying this in quite seriousness of uh, if i had to choose between wasabi toast and play-doh toast 
which one I would choose first. You're going to end up in the ER regardless. Uh, <laughs> well, I mean, both are completely edible. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm consuming that Just whole thing. With which one is the flavor going to leave my mouth last on? I think it's going to be the Play-Doh. I think so, too. I think I would actually opt for Play-Doh as well. Uh, no, no, no. I think the Play-Doh flavor is going to last longer oh, and stick man. with you longer. If you like saturate that tortilla or piece of toast with wasabi it's game over mm-hmm. buddy it's yeah. you're yeah. Down. oh no yeah i know i just <laughs> if you but if you do like a thin vegemite layer on there god jason <laughs> <laughs> said edible man <laughs> life hacks I feel like we might want to add a disclaimer into this portion of the podcast of please do not try either of these options. The hosts of Creatoring and the Creative South podcast cannot be held responsible for your actions. Experiment at your own risk. Uh, Get your parents' permission um, before embarking. Uh, It looks like Dave Matthews here, um, a.k.a. Zach Wilkinson, is presenting a guitar um, okay, no, 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 Zach. We're not, not. No, we're not doing this. We're not. We're not mic'd for this properly. If I hear crash, I swear to. Oh, it's beautiful. Oh, okay. it's out of tune. Life too. hacks. That's all I need to hear. Okay, so <laughs> at one point during God, this, him going to get the guitar, he's like leaning over, and you can see in the. This is going to be such a horrible podcast. The, farm, <laughs> the farmer's tan. That was no, say no, no. It just. It just looks like you were like. Leaning out of frame to whisper something in Daniel's ear. (laughs) (laughs) You gotta go the other way, Daniel. What's up? All right. What's up? Now it looks like they're making out. What if we're in the same room? (laughs) Same thing. Um, So take thirty-seven of getting back on track. Do not ask your children to strive for extraordinary lives. Such striving may seem admirable, but it is the way of foolishness. Help them instead to find the wonder and marvel of an ordinary life. Show them the joy of tasting tomatoes, apples, and pears. Show them how to cry when pets and people die. Show them the infinite pleasure in the touch of a hand. And make the ordinary come alive for them. The extraordinary will take care of itself. That's from William Martin. So, eat the Play-Doh. I'm still going wasabi. All right. I, I, I may be miserable. I may have to take like 734 Zantac. But... You know what? That least, taste will not haunt my dreams. And you won't be constipated for two weeks, which is the bigger uh, thing there, I think. I don't I don't know. think you'll be constipated ever again in your life. Yeah. Yeah. Right <laughs> which is yet. its whole set of issues. So, so. What, what is our next uh, serious point that we can devolve into something completely random on? When... You know, what's your guys' process? Because... One of the things you guys do, and we did, you did it right before this episode, is, and and I don't do this, is you throw a question up on Twitter, and you know, mm-hmm. how, how's your response rate? Are you actually getting ideas, or are you just turning everything into witch house music? Um, go ahead. Dude. You know, there is a. I think that we have sort of positioned ourselves as this design podcast that is very self-aware in the sense we don't take ourselves seriously. And the questions that we get are, they play the same tune. Uh, Sometimes we get some pretty sincere questions, which are great. 
Um, <laughs> a lot of the time, we get some rando, absurd, or drama-inducing questions. Like, um, what are your feelings on candy corn? Yes. Basically, yeah. And we'll yeah. touch on that later. Uh, I don't want to get off track too much, but we'll touch on the candy corn. Actually, later. the theme of this episode, by the way. Yes. Um, but then, you know, I, I don't know. We get like four or five questions per episode on average. Four Indeed. or five really strong, usable questions. Strong, um, usable questions, yeah. Even the silly, the silly, like, absurd questions that people know we're not going to ask will help determine kind of some of the jokes that we make during the show. Because mm-hmm. again, I don't, I cannot stress this enough. What it says in the title of the episode on iTunes is very rarely what we actually talk about. I think you guys need to start coming up with um, just funny titles of quotes that somebody has said in there. Just out of necessity, that's going to become <laughs> yeah, something yeah. we have to do. Yeah, no, I, I have like so many ideas. I'm about to like out myself here. I have so, so many great ideas for creating what I assume to be great ideas. It's just the implementation of said ideas. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I get like maybe five hours of sleep every night. Maybe if I'm lucky, if I'm really lucky, I dip in like five and a half hours. I only have kids, so I have no excuse. Other than the I get like six, so <laughs> I know. It's luxury. Coming, it's <laughs> I I overwhelm myself with like side projects and and just things that I'm like manic and really love. Mm-hmm. Um, I just manic about and you know want to want to hit full force, but like that thing changes from day to day. Uh, like shape cult stuff, I'll get like. Um, it's a little bit of a southern aphemism, uh, a wild hair up my ass. And I don't think that's a southern aphemism. Is it not? That, no, in other parts of the country as well. Okay, good. We're all from the south. I don't know if we can. I'm I not said, from the south, though. Like, I live in the south. There, That's fine. That's what. Here we on. go. This is comforting. <laughs> I said this in front but of I, But I'd heard day. that phrase before then. Good. Okay. Good, good. That's going to be the name of my autobiography one day. Wild hair up your ass. And that's, uh, of course, spelled like your last name. Yes. Wink. Um, and, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll commit like 12 hours in a day and just, you know, hit something full force. And then, like, I won't do anything else with it for a month. Um, but I think that's just sort of that says something about, like, the times in the industry, just there being, like, so much available to work on. Uh, and sure. unless somebody else is help holding you accountable for it, it's very hard to maintain the discipline to actually like commit hundred percent. You know, Zach edits all of our episodes. He mm-hmm. pretty much <laughs> messages the guests for all the episodes. Um, you know, I so can what do you're more. saying is Zach does all the work. You just show up and look pretty, pretty much pretty much now i go I, I get questions i go to like you know the but daniel's also the draw <laughs> no, well, nobody knows who i am he's the up-and-coming superstar yeah I, 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 that's a stupid way to say that that's not even what i th- I just think that your work is amazing and people are beginning to recognize it more man. and people listen to the show more for your name than they do my name our creator well listen up here i have 
stopped posting everything everywhere because I no longer <laughs> wanted to be defined as a designer. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Whatever I do and put out shouldn't affect anybody. And whatever I see from somebody else shouldn't affect me. I think that the less influence there is out there, then the better chance of you creating something that's that's original. And I just... I'm, I'm trying to just... I want to live that, that uh, commune life. I just want to remove myself from all technology as I rant and rave about every episode. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, you do, you do a lot of the work, man. You do a lot of the work. Uh, I'm glad to do it. That sounded sincere. I'll just assume that it was sincere. <laughs> just, just make us a creatoring sticker, and we'll be we'll be square. Done. So you're in charge of merch creation, in other words. <laughs> yeah, visuals. I, it will, it will, I made one. Yeah, it's true. It's kind of rainbowy, but it's like when you have two people in the mix. <laughs> when when you've got like you know a co-host on a podcast, mm-hmm. it's 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 hard to like delegate responsibilities. Like okay. Zach, you go out and find a guest, I'll put together show notes, or I'll, you know, do a Twitter call for questions, you go update, like, Patreon page, whatever. I just, Zach is really good about, like, doing all that stuff on his own. Like, the Patreon page alone, like, I never even thought of that, but he set it up. you actually update your Patreon page? Uh, usually with new, I, I have it in the last couple episodes. We were doing really good there for a while, I need to get back on it. Um, I am. Um, I, I I'm sorely bad about ignoring my Patreon page. I need to figure it out how it works. Like I understand how it works, but like I need to figure out how I can make it work. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's without it seeming like like without it seeming like more work. <laughs> I think if if um if if our distribution of work between Daniel and I seems or sounds out of balance. It it's not it. <laughs> that was a stupid sentence. Um, where you do like, I have a full time nine to five and then the kids. And then I have my nights. Mm-hmm. Like I have more time to do it. And mm-hmm. as Daniel has time to do more stuff, he does it. So. Yeah. Gotcha. I mean, That's what that is, yeah, I, yeah, like, you know, you have ki- both of you guys, you have like families. I've got mm-hmm. three idiot asshole cats that like I and a, can't even- and a new baby pumpkin. And a new baby pumpkin Warwick Davis. Uh a beautiful 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 baby pumpkin. Um 8.6 trademark pounds. trademark trademark. <laughs> yeah. But you guys like anytime I am feeling and this is this is like a truth from the depths of my soul. Anytime I'm feeling unmotivated or I can't like get up in the morning to do something or like, I don't want to get up to like send that email or work mm-hmm. on that freelance job before going to the office. I think of like the designers who I really respect who have like families and lives and they have their responsibilities and they have their shit together. And I'm still trying to figure out how to like find two matching socks in the morning and scrounge together some breakfast to sustain me until dinner and it's motivating i i see it every day like people that like i don't know how they're able it's like um family you, you had it, me it, you had me until 
have your, have shit, your together. shit together. Yeah, have me too. Shit. Yeah. I mean, who does have their shit together? It's all. I project that onto you guys. It appears. Oh. No, yeah, you, it's not there. If you can make another human being and make sure that it's like <laughs> walking and talking, you got some level of shit together. It's a modicum That's of true. shit. The walking and talking, they pretty much figure out on their own. The <laughs> making it is a lot of fun. Um, I've, I've helped keep a kid alive until they were six. Yeah, I'm, I'm going on. I've got two that are alive until they're eight. So. Um, a six and, and four year old, yeah. And at this point, they, um, yeah, they could probably survive on their own. I think mine right. could not. <laughs> I love uh, them to death, but <laughs> the six year old could. The four year old's done. Uh, <laughs> Respect withdrawn. All right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes. Yeah, so no, let since we were talking around Robin, not that's your guys' turn to ask me some questions. I think. What's your favorite episode of Creatoring? What's my f- favorite episode of Creatoring? <laughs> um, this one, the blue oh. one. The blue, yes, the blue one. Um, um, I like I liked Lenny's a lot. Um, I liked the one where you talked to the guys from Forefathers. Um. Specific, the, crea- what, the creative south special no 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 the well i should have said the i mean i did like that one which was just mass chaos and you, you could tell the further along that it got who got drunker um <laughs> but <laughs> but um no the one with matt hay um yeah. I, I really enjoyed that one i don't think he knew what he was getting himself into uh <laughs> we love does anyone I don't think so. Yeah. <laughs> no. Uh, I don't think Hood anybody Sisters was good. And they they pretty much set it off. I mean they they were very sweet to be our first um experiment, if you will. Mm. We, we um we set you the, want to tell this story? Well, I'm just gonna say we set the bar too high on the first episode, like it was awesome, you know? The first episode was awesome. I mean, a lot of episodes have been really awesome. I've loved all of them, but it's like we went into this not expecting any sort of like sincere, you know, insightful moments that we ourselves actually reflect upon. And that first mm-hmm. episode, it's like, oh, my God, we're I did not intend for this to happen at all. But <laughs> it's amazing. Like I was taking notes. I was taking notes during that episode. It was it's very good. And I think, you know, going back to the first question, um, as far as like what the goal of the podcast is, I'm just going to pull like an, an Ayn Rand here and just be totally selfish. Do we have to? <laughs> you know, I can, I'm just going to have an objectivist moment. It's, it's sort of, I get a lot out of it. Like I get motivated. I, I hear mm-hmm. people's stories and things that they say and like, whether it's an issue with a client or a coworker or a creative struggle and something clicks usually in me. I'm like, Oh my God, I never looked at that that way. I thought it mm-hmm. was, you know, I, I, I thought I knew it all. Um, but no, and then, even. and then to realize that people actually listen to the show and get stuff out of it that we do yeah. was mm-hmm. also weird. Yeah, no, that, that, that doesn't ever Have stop being it? weird. Have you had that? I mean, I, I know you had. I've seen the iTunes reviews, but you probably get emails you don't share and stuff like that too, right? I really don't. 
I do, I've gotten very yeah. few emails. Um, I mean, we've gotten one, but just the Twitter response and the Patreon response, it's like, oh, people like this stuff. That's yeah. Um, all right. Yeah, it's it's really weird. It's and it'll it'll be interesting to see the next conference you guys go to, whether it be Creative South or something else in between, um, where people will randomly come up to you and and like start talking to you about the podcast and it, it takes you aback because you're like, huh? What why are you talking to me? I'm not any this is going to be really brag. It's probably going to be like a humble. I don't know. I hope it doesn't sound braggy. I really didn't mean for it. It was just really weird. Maybe I was in a, uh, a Twitch channel. Kevin green was drawing some stuff on Twitch and he mentioned the show in his stream and like somebody popped up and they're like, Oh, I love that show with Lenny. And I was like, uh, thank you, person on the internet I don't know and have never met before. <laughs> they like knew who I was and I started following. It was that was not the intention of the show. It's been an interesting uh, side the, effect, I guess. The weirdest moment for me has been. That's why I have to drink when we record, so I don't think about other people listening to it. Hey, I'm enjoying a nice beer right now. So, <laughs> but, I, but, th- by the way, what's everybody drinking right now? Uh, what am I drinking? Uh, fat tire ale. Nice. Zach? Right now I have water, but I had a wild turkey earlier. Okay. All right. Daniel, what are you drinking? Uh, That would be old cereal milk and absinthe. Uh, mm. in, like combined okay. or separate? I, ch- I chased the absinthe with old cereal milk, uh, fruity pebbles. But the trick that I've learned from Daniel is to run the absinthe over Cinnamon Toast Crunch first. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a mess. It takes about 45 minutes. It's, it's, um, I want to call it distillation, but it's not. Um, it's really just, uh, ignorant fumbling. Uh, okay. Uh, yeah. And, for me. and desperation. Uh, anyways, <laughs> Jason. So yeah, so I was going to say the weird, the weirdest moment for me was right after creative South, right after the creative South podcast started, yeah, I think we'd only put out maybe six or seven episodes before Creative South actually came around. Mm-hmm. And I was sitting there and I think I may have actually been like at lunch with you, Zach. Um, and somebody just came up behind me and said, I thought I recognized that voice. <laughs> I'm like, who are you? <laughs> the, why do you know my voice? <laughs> Oh yeah, I have <laughs> this is not normal. <laughs> and I still have that reaction whenever it happens too. Instead, why do you know what I sound like? Yeah, how do you? Hello. That's when you just like go up to their ear and whisper, like, "Do you like it better now?" <laughs> no, just I, for a little uh, discomfort. I would just. Like I have this certain level of where I take joy in making people feel uncomfortable with jokes, but then there's that certain part where you just creep yourself out when you do it, and that's that's my line of creeping myself out. I think that's my problem. That. Yeah. What is that level? What is that? Can yeah. you define the line there? Because I think I need, <laughs> I need to learn it. <laughs> uh, you know, inner monologues do help. Uh, yeah, I threw him off a cliff years ago. Um, <laughs> Hmm. I mean, mine's not always the best. And, it's but, there. 
It's yeah, there, though. Sometimes, sometimes he pops up. God, it's like uh, uh, my inner monologue is just again. It's Twitter. Like I'll I'll make a tweet, and then two hours later, like this morning, I did something last night, and then this morning I woke up at like five thirty, and a literal cold sweat. I'm like, I have to delete that. That was just not cool and stupid uh, and probably offensive. Um, but so I guess that critic is there. I guess that inner monologue is there to an extent. Mm-hmm. He's just at the bottom of the cliff screaming from 300 feet down. I'm very lucky that I have a wife who will also tell me you need to take that down. So that helps. <laughs> that's, that's good. So my my fiance is a troll. So even if I have a really bad idea, she's like, oh, yeah, no, totally do that. Yeah, and when 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 Daniel says that she really is a troll, like they they live under a bridge. Yeah, her um, name is she's she Agnes. Goat. Uh, um, eat, eats goat. It's goat. Hell of a cook. Um, she's got three legs. Beard. Uh, it's a cute beard, though, wouldn't you say? I mean, it's yeah, but it's not cute. as patchy as yours. It it's it's, it's more grown in. It's, she wears it well. She, she does. does wear it well. You know, the braids it, are a nice touch. It really helps feminize. I'm it. glad you went along with that joke because I was getting ready to rip Jason in half. I was like, don't you talk about Morgan like that? She's my special troll <laughs> wife. Uh, admittedly, though, her braided beard is a, um element of contention in our uh, relationship at the point. Of jealousy? A little bit, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Looks, <laughs> looks so good. I think when I said, you know, she lives under a bridge, it helped <laughs> clarify that. <laughs> I could see the look in Zach's eyes of... Mm. Careful where you're um, going with that, buddy. <laughs> this flames. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I can't grow a beard. All the hairs moved down here, and it's not much there either. Uh, you Zach see is is Zach rubbing his, his nipples <laughs> and nipples at the same time. Those are not those, right? Which are very saggy. <laughs> Thank you. I'm working on it. The years have not been kind to him. Slow carb diet. 30 Gra- years of bad mistakes got me to this point. Gra- gravity has taken its toll on Zach. And- Speaking of um, bridge troll. But look, there are, I have three moles, not moles, but three freckles that form Orion's belt. <laughs> this so, is so... I was getting ready to screenshot that. So can, I'll put it in the show notes. From springing from nipple hair growth. (laughs) And the lion's belt. Oh, there's nothing here. It's all in the middle. But, sorry, go ahead. It's like the Uh, asteroid belt. Yeah. 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 Why are my eyes wet? (laughs) So, (laughs) Jason, this isn't like, uh, this isn't a question that we have. This is a question I want to ask. Sure. Curious. Um. So the Creative South podcast is very much like your side project, mm-hmm. passion project. It's what you do. It's what you you know focus sort of extra time into. Is there mm-hmm. anything else on the horizon that you sort of like split your time between? Like, oh, well, you know, this podcast and all this other thing, or is there something that like you want to do? Um, and like, how do you go about like dicing up your time? Uh, I mean, it's tough because I mean, I've recently started freelancing again um over the past few months so dividing up that time is is tough um yeah, are you doing your own your own clients are you working with tina more or working with tina more um okay cool so that and that that's a new thing for us excuse me so for people who don't know 
I mean, obviously the people who listen to Creative South are going to be sick of this because they've heard me mention it enough. But maybe people who don't, who listen to creative, cratering. Um, won't I'm sorry, this. do you want to take that again? People who listen to what? Well, I did burp in the middle of it. It wasn't like it oh. was <laughs> creatoring. Creativing. Creativing? Changed it. I, I caught myself and burped in the middle of it. I think that's impressive <laughs> that I was able to recover and get that back. I salute um, you. Yes. So my wife, Tina, is a designer as well. Um, but in, yeah, until until recently, we never really worked together on design stuff. Um, I'm, I'm intentionally not looking at the screen at the moment because I don't want to start cracking up in the middle of this. Um, yeah. So, you know, trying to pick up more freelance stuff. Um just to kind of, obviously the extra money is nice and great and yeah. um, we need a new computer and a new car and things like that. So that'll, you know, hopefully help pay for that at some point. But it's also really nice to be able to stretch my creative legs. Because, um, I, I mean, I work in-house for an engineering firm and, you know, it's one client and we have one voice the entire time. So being able to express that in different ways is is nice. Um, as far as other things I would like to do, um, I've already proven that I can't dance. So I've given up my dreams of that. Um, singing is also out of the question for me, though. My wife has a beautiful singing voice. Um, what else? Yeah. I mean, there's a few things that I would like to do with creative South that I, with with the podcast and expanded in different ways, but I don't want to put them out there because I don't want people to start asking me when they never happen. Cause I ran out of time because I was actually like <laughs> good idea focusing on booking podcasts and having conversations and doing freelance work and being a dad and a husband and having a full-time job and you know, yeah, all that fun stuff. <laughs> It's a good quality to have to tell people you're not going to do something and then expect them expect them to ask you later. There I, are there are things that I would like to do and hope to do, but I can't tell you about them in case I don't do them. <laughs> I'm going to start saying that. I'm going to I'm taking that from you. God, it's so much better. And just instead of just saying like, oh, I'm working on this project that's going to take X amount of time. Check back with me in a few months. Nothing will be done. Well, I gave up on telling people that I was going to, you know, build an entire Creative South podcast website because I haven't worked on that in about three months. Um, it's just standing there and I'm sure Squarespace is looking at me going, what the hell are you doing with this? You keep renewing that free trial thing over and over again. I think. By the way, Squarespace, I would love for you to sponsor um, either the creator, Creativing. Um, That's it. <laughs> It's harder to do it on purpose than it is to do it on accident. <laughs> <laughs> the Creatoring Podcast or the Creative South Podcast. Or really Shunning. any of my other friends who have podcasts too. Yeah. And that's um go ahead. I'm sorry, Daniel. Oh, I was just gonna uh on the topic of um sponsorships, I was just gonna say, Casper, if you would like to sponsor uh Zach and I have for us to have a twenty four hour pillow fight with your trademark pillows um, and also turn into a tele what do you call it? telethon so you call in sure do mm -hmm. stuff that you did in the 90s 
Yeah. yeah. I'd like to get in on this action too. Yeah. That just play what I said back again and then make sense of it because I feel like I mangled a lot of stuff, but you give us money and pillows. Casper mattresses. Please understand. I have had my king size bed since I got married uh, almost 12 years ago. Um, it, um, is very well formed to both my wife and I's body um, with a nice the family maker with a yeah the family with a nice you know raised hump in the middle where nobody sleeps um, <laughs> so you know so if a kid jumps in bed with you they just kind of roll on top of you because they're mm-hmm. on that arch of the hill um, <laughs> and, and uh, we could use a new bed um I have back problems. I'm fairly certain that it is related to having a 12 year old mattress. Um, mm-hmm. So I feel like we could all benefit. I'm not asking for money. I, I'm willing to do a trade. I, you know, your king size mattress costs less than a thousand dollars. I've I've heard the ad plenty of times. It's you know several different layers of um, proprietary memory foams and other types of foams. Um, I Give really should sponsorship. I, I really should have practiced this live read before I did it, but I hear it is it's the, made with softer than uh, cotton modal. Uh, that's kind well, of that's their sheets. That's that's, oh, para, yeah. that's parachute sheets. I think we got me undies <laughs> bleeding into your casket. Yes, that is me undies <laughs> and and Tommy John underwear and like four other um with brands of underwear. Um. So to clarify, I'm good on underwear there. I don't really, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'll take their money, but I don't really need new underwear. I um, just, it's a side note here. Yeah. Um, because I thought it was going to come up. At <laughs> I some like point. that Daniel is actually over there raising his finger Tonight. hand, trying to interject. I, I, I have to do this. Um, I have been without underwear for the past four days. Um, Morgan and I, my partner and I have gotten to a point where we're refusing to do laundry until the other person just gets up to do the laundry and we're at a stalemate and now it's turned into a game. So seriously, me undies, if you want to like donate just anything, just like returns or something, I'll take them. I'll take anything. Uh, it's a very uncomfortable lifestyle that I'm living. Um, inside note. Lots of oh. chafing. What oh. <laughs> is Zach doing? A- asterisk. Me undies. Uh, <laughs> Zach's meundies are also the same color as his skin, which is very <laughs> disturbing. Because for That's a the, second uh, there, the tie, I thought the Zach was wearing. For a second there, I thought Zach was wearing a thong. He's just taking off more and more clothes. I thought he was wearing a thong too. I was. <laughs> it's like, why they do are make you? Thongs, but why are um, you showing us this? Like. I love you, buddy, but I'm not sure that our friendship uh, extends this far. I think Daniel, literally how do you everything feel about I this? own is me. Under- I have to pass on it. You're pushing the limits there. <laughs> yeah, just, just at least there's a computer screen between us. That's um, yeah. How is your? How do you like Patreon? How do I like Patreon? Yeah, I like that I have um, people who give me money. Um, I feel like I'm not doing enough for them. Oh God, he's actually taking his pants entirely off. Jesus Christ. I screenshotted it. <laughs> the lawyers need this. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> this is 
going to be the oddest episode in, I think, the history of both of our podcasts. And you guys Does have live... Does usually have an explicit tag on it? Not a permanent one, but I cuss on there. I've guess cuss well, I mean, on I, yeah. I don't know. How many I mean, cusses do talk you have with, to do to explicit? Um, I play it safe, and if there's more than one um, that starts with an S, I put it on... I don't know why I didn't just say shit. Um, <laughs> then I put it on there. Um, cause I've seen people get flagged over less. Oh, oh wow. Yeah. Yeah. Like when I first started it, I just left the explicit on, but mm-hmm. then I got complaints from people about they wouldn't listen to the podcast. Cause I was like, we didn't actually say anything. I just didn't want to have to keep checking a box every time I uploaded something. That's so what it comes yeah. down to is just checking the box. Yep. That's, that's all life is about is checking boxes whether it be on tax forms okay. immigration forms there's some um, truth in that <laughs> there really is marriage certificates death certificates um, um at least i'm assuming i haven't filled out my death certificate yet i'm waiting for uh, that but. dude you want to do that both of you guys do that just have it you know just in case now, now if i fill out my death certificate now does that get me out of student loans yes then possibly we'll talk let's, about this off air we're going to edit this out let's see um when is the courthouse open again down by my office i think wednesday i'll be going down there wednesday yeah okay so sorry <laughs> zach was about to actually ask a question um no it's just right now you know we set out with creating you know down the road eventually way down the road actually pursuing and really looking for sponsors it's tough but then we started the patreon page and i think we've kind of shifted more towards cutting out that extra pursuit and just relying on our listeners i mean we're we're 10 episodes in and we're self-reliant the podcast pays for hosting and editing and stuff so well, we'll we'll talk about that off air. Not that people can't go to your Patreon page and see how much you bring in a month, but yeah, um, yeah. I mean, it's it's tough because I mean, so for the person who said he wishes we would talk, I would talk about more technical stuff and technique and things <laughs> like that. Um, here it comes. Here it comes. I mean, you're lucky if you get like half of a half of one percent that will actually act on something that you say in a podcast. Oh, um, for sure. And that's about where we're at too. And I, I mean, I don't even think I get that much. Like I, yeah. I don't know. I think I've got like 20 backers on it, maybe on my Patreon page. Um, and if you look at my downloads, that's like one tenth of 1%. Are you um, comfortable sharing your, your downloads? Sure. I average around 1500 per week total okay nice. per episode or per week per week per episode a new episode goes up and it's about mm, close to a thousand and then the rest is spread out amongst other episodes yeah see we're it's pretty damn good we yeah we love our listeners <laughs> yeah well i mean but i've also been doing it for almost two years so yeah yeah when we're starting out, um, I'm not going to actually do the math, but 
I think the average is around 600 an episode, and we're on our 10th episode. Okay, so that's not much less hit, than what I'm doing, and I've been doing it for two years. We just hit 6,000 downloads, whatever, okay. that, whatever that means according to Apple. Because <laughs> yeah. I don't know how many people listening have run podcasts, but the statistics you can look at are just awful. very, Very wildly... <laughs> Based on what you look at, and you can't really find direct information from iTunes. Um, you can only kind of guess, and I mean, you guys use the same platform as me, as Simplecast, and mm-hmm. you know, it's it is what it is, and you you know, you get what you get, and you know, I'm constantly trying to find more ways to bring in more listeners and stuff like that, and not for not for any monetary thing or thing like that, but. You know, I mean, part of what I do is I'm tied to a conference too, so it does help promote that. And but, you know, it certainly would be nice to know that what I'm doing is having an effect on more people, and more people are interested in it. Yeah, so. I definitely think it does. Um, I oh, hold on, did we just get it? Sorry, I thought I just got a Patreon notification. That was crazy. Um, yeah. I did, but it was for somebody else's podcast. It was actually somebody canceling <laughs> their uh, contribution. It wasn't. Oh. Um, Which reminds me, I still need to give you guys money because you guys give me money. We just oh. need to share the money. I have no money is the problem, and I always forget. <laughs> How do you get that stuff? Um, yeah, no, I mean, to, to your point, I think that it's like a really great relationship having a podcast for creative south and also mm-hmm. sort of promoting creative south at the same time because i th- i mean it's like the biggest conference i've ever been to and design conference that is mm. uh the other one was a 4chan conference which was probably the second biggest one that i've been to and we're going to edit that out um it's good that like you know especially like students and and younger people who don't really know if they want to enter the murky waters of design but mm-hmm. you know it's like tools like um creative south podcast open doors uh-huh. open doors yeah it's great yeah um, I, so for me you know with the podcast you know obviously you know i think one of my challenges with the podcast speaking of opening doors is it, it, it's and th- this is the downside of doing one that's actually tied to a conference is it's harder Mm -hmm. to open doors to other conferences. And I would like to actually go to other conferences and take the podcast there. But I know those other pod, those other conferences are looking at it going, well, this is a podcast for another conference. Do we really want, you know, to bring them there? Right. Which, I mean, and Zach and I, I think, had this conversation about well not exactly about going to other conferences but about not viewing yourself in competition with everybody else out there like i don't view myself in competition with other podcasts there's plenty of podcasts out there you know i would love for everybody to listen to mine i know that's not going to happen but i'm not offended (laughs) if you listen to somebody else's like i don't feel that's taking away somebody listening to my podcast like I don't think that some because somebody listens to Creatoring, they're not going to listen to the Creative South podcast. Right. Like I don't view it that way. And I know there's other podcasts out there that are 
that do view it that way. And I just, that mentality makes absolutely no sense to me. Like yeah. I get, like I get if I was, hey. run, if I was running a design firm and you know, if, if somebody was working with me and then decided to go work with somebody else. Yeah. That's competition. That's your losing out <laughs> on business. This is not yeah. the same business model. This is doesn't work that way. Um, and no, the, and for me, were... it's the same way with conferences. Just because I, you know, go to the Creative South podcast or conference doesn't mean that I don't want to go to TopCon or um, um, Crop or another one. I would love to go to Crop. My problem is Crop is literally the week after Creative South. Matt, if you're listening to this, can you move it back like two weeks so I can actually get the time off work? For <laughs> I'll tell you, if he did that, we would all melt when we got down. There. Well, I'm well aware of that. I live in this yeah. area too. <laughs> so, but um, I don't know. I mean, what do you? What are your guys' thought of the, thoughts on that? Uh, I was talking to somebody on the Slack channel, the Creative South Slack channel, about pricing your freelance projects for people and like um, how local folks. Uh, you know, like people in a small town may charge only 50 bucks for a logo. Mm -hmm. Whereas anybody who's trying to feed their family would charge what the actual price of the logo is and do the value based thing. Sure. And we ultimately came down on the idea that the people that only going to spend 50 bucks on the logo, were never going to spend the money on the actual value of the logo. Sure. If someone listens to Creative South instead of creatoring, they were never going to listen to us anyway. Exactly. You didn't you didn't steal them away from us. It was just a decision they made. Exactly. I know plenty of people that listen to both. We're not competing against each other. Mm -mm. We're just both, you know, we both have a similar topic and uh, go from there, you know. Yeah. I, I don't think, um, uh, what's another, what's something else that occupies the same space, but different like um no that doesn't work i was gonna say the daily show doesn't take views away from uh james corbin but it actually does <laughs> really i mean <laughs> yes and no because yeah. i mean you've got dvr and on demand and all that stuff it's just you know the markets now, haven't you caught up to it, what the actualities are <laughs> so um, if our podcast that's a whole other discussion aired, yeah if you could only listen to our podcast on Tuesday at three in the afternoon and well, we were in the live, same block, yeah. then we'd be competing with each other. Yeah. <laughs> but right now we're not. Yeah, exactly. So, And even then we'd still be friends. We'd just make fun of each other. Exactly. We'd compare ratings and stuff. Exactly. <sighs> no, I mean like, so, you know, there are other podcasts out there that I have intentionally moved my podcast release date away from what their release date is. Because I know my numbers are going to go up on the first day higher than they go up any other day of the release. So I don't want to be, you know, either being trampled on or trampling on somebody else. So, but that's why creatoring comes out on Fridays usually because shows that I listen to come out every other day of the week. Yeah. I mean, I come out on mine comes out on Wednesdays, you know, I, and you know, I've played around with having it on different days, but 
Wednesdays seems to be the easiest for me for me to be able to get all the edits in and all that stuff and you know, still spend time with my family. So. Yeah. For me, I don't know. It seems like maybe this is just being naive, but it seems like a Monday is a good day to release a podcast. Like Friday, if I'm going to the weekend, I'm thinking about the weekend. And I guess some people like work on the weekend. Some people have road trips on the weekend. Um, I do mostly every weekend, but like, I don't know. It's like, if I'm listening to a podcast on the weekend, I'm trying to distance myself from design as much as humanly mm -hmm. possible. And I'm like listening to this American life or something like that. I don't know. I'm not trying to like damn ourselves here, but sure. You know, I think like early to midweek is a pretty good, that's a good release. Um, schedule because like even a thursday you know like oh i've got something to listen to on friday count on the mm -hmm. weekend um i don't know everyone's different yeah like, friday's tough because you are going into the weekend and that's part of being a new show 10 episodes in we're still feeling a lot of stuff out yeah. you know i think when we first started we released it on a thursday and that felt weird and then mm -hmm. we moved it to friday because of when we were recording mm -hmm. so who knows maybe monday next time could be you know, now whenever. you know you That's don't have thing. to put it out like the day after you record it. You can wait. You can hold it for a couple can, days. You can hold it, um, and and since you use Simplecast, you can actually, if you want to go ahead and edit it right away, that's fine with you. But you can actually schedule it. This episode of Creatoring and Creative South is brought to you by Simplecast. <laughs> God, wouldn't that be awesome if they would? I give them enough money; they could sponsor me for a little bit, right? It's free month. <laughs> I'm going to so, start. Telling people from now on, if we record on a Thursday and you don't release it on a Friday, I'm going to make it publicly known that you're slacking <laughs> and you're, you're dragging ass. You're not pulling your weight and you're you're just being lazy about it. No, you um, might as well call me out on it because this one's not going up until October 1st or November 1st. <laughs> oh, so crap. It's going up like October 1st, so you have to wait a whole year. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. Oh man, we'll get some right. bonus content in there. By that time, hopefully, we have like choose your own adventure podcasts. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, so nice. you know, we 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 we've been uh, circling around and holding off on talking about it. Why don't we use this as a uh, make it our last talking point before we wrap up of the design twitters? But the design twitters as related to podcasts and how shitty some of them can be. I'm sure you get. I'm sure you guys have seen stuff and experienced stuff. And see, I, I, I dip in and out of uh, design Twitter, much like I imagine a sea turtle does. Uh, in the sense that I, it's going to be an interesting analogy. I spend a sea lot of turtles, time in it. Well known for their usage on Twitter. What's that? <laughs> Sea turtles are well known for their usage on Twitter. <laughs> As we all know. Uh, I come up to Flippers make it very easy to type. They can hit multiple things at once. Yeah, it just, you know, you go up, lay your eggs once a year on the beach, and then you go right yeah. back into the the, the, the Twitter. People, no, they, they have lots of time. It's true. Plenty of time. Plenty of time to construct those pithy comebacks that don't really matter and, and in the end i've fortunately seen podcasts out of the line of fire when it comes to 
design Twitter and here's an invitation, uh, y'all. Uh, you know, if you want to drag creatoring into any of this, um, <laughs> almost want to use creating the creatoring Twitter Twitter account as a a means of um, how can I say this? Uh, what's the opposite Destroying of them. yeah? I was going to say antagonize. Um, I love Troll. drama. Troll. I love some good drama as long as it doesn't come at the expense of like anybody else's feelings or you know I don't want to cause or at least not anybody else. that you know. At least nobody that I know. That's fine. Yeah. Um. A good reference point if someone's never listened to Creatoring and want to know where we're coming from, uh, watch the Eric Andre show. <laughs> I think that's probably it's a pretty apt. Uh, that sounds like work. Description there, yeah. It's, you know, I, I think that Twitter as a service is sort of on its downward spiral unless they do something to... Hopefully. Can, oh, did he... Uh, say it again as long as they like do something to sort of maintain like all of the hate speech and the people and you know maintain just, it or uh <laughs> prevent it go away a little bit uh prevent it but like in the great scheme of things design twitter is like the muppet babies you know it doesn't god it's just like these horrible stupid fights and just little arguments but like twitter is a greater thing when people are like having race wars and you know threatening each other's lives that's when it gets to be a problem i think that design twitter is a uh, pretty far ways out from that hopefully we never hit that um <laughs> milestone uh i don't know i think people have to vent at the end of the day People have to vent. People have frustrations. People get shitty client feedback, and they have to take it out mm. on somebody. Apparently, um, and the internet is a free for all. You can do anything you want to. I would recommend just creating a separate account that's not your actual name. That's an alias. Go out and talk all the shit you want, um, <laughs> but be nice about it. You <laughs> know. Super I'm going to start trolling people with just niceties. <laughs> you have the most well-composed tweets I've ever seen. Um, <laughs> might be kind of good. Bring a smile to somebody's face. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It's just a garbage cesspool at the end of the day to mm -hmm. me. I remember when Twitter was supposed to be for making stupid jokes and like sharing dumb pictures with stupid subtitles under them and stuff i still do that sometimes yeah same same can find a good meme mm -hmm. can find a good meme. gifts are fun very fun i you know twitter for me right now is to communicate with people that i'm not in a slack channel with uh <laughs> that's that's, that's a good way to put it yeah that's uh, um chris who was on our show a couple weeks ago mm -hmm. um just had one of the best. He actually just tweeted. He said, um, Twitter is the comment section or is the Internet's comment section. I thought that was YouTube. No, that's what it, that's the point. Like Twitter is oh, all yeah, of yeah. those terrible things. Yeah. Is Reddit, 4chan, <laughs> YouTube all rolled into one. Yeah, I, I think he's right. Yeah. Um, There used to be at least one guy who. Uh, oh, he didn't used to be he's still there just like 
this is the guy who starts the stuff in design Twitter. And then everybody fights with him about it. And one day Beth was just like, why do you still follow him <laughs> or read his tweets and acknowledge him? And I was like, oh, that's, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, there's a few and of I, those out there. And I just, uh, like, some of them I never followed, but they just kept showing up in my thing. Mm-hmm. And then. I never utilized the blocking tool as much as I have in the last two months. Yeah. Yeah, th- there there are a few. There's one person in particular out there that I followed. He said some very, like, offensive things to a few, like, female designers, and I jumped in. Oh, was it Eric Speakerman? It was not. It was not. No, that guy. <laughs> that guy. Yes. Oh, poor dude. I'm just going to call him. I have no sympathy for him. I'm, no, yeah. it's such a jackass shit thing to say to accomplish people that you just, I guess from his point of view, would just envied or something. I don't know. I don't know what the impetus was for like saying such a rude thing online, but whatever. What am I to say? It's somebody else, but very like, unhappy person. Yeah. Very insecure, um, et cetera. Yeah. There, there, there are people that like, they can potentially give design a bad name if mm-hmm. the right people see their interactions. And I think that's kind of what we need to guard ourselves against is mm-hmm. like not be seen as, as assholes because that can affect the pay that you're getting, the jobs you're getting, the clients that approach you. Um, it's whether a client goes to personal agents. relationships. Yes, exactly. Yeah. This is their, it's kind of a big deal. Um, you know, don't give a bad name to the industry. It's still relatively new industry, especially in like the digital age. So mm-hmm. be nice, be nice. And if you say something mean, use an emoji that is like an ironic thing that, you know, maybe it's not a mean thing. <laughs> nope. Muppet babies. Again. It's, um, that was another point. At least when we started creatoring, was acknowledging the fact that we're two cis white dudes and that our opinion is the internet. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah. And just trying to like, I know you do this too and I know you actively pursue it, trying to have diversity Mm -hmm. in our guests and giving people who don't have a platform a platform. Yep. Yeah. I try to. Apparently I get called Um, out on it. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> let this be an open call if anyone ever wants a platform to speak on or you're not s- speaking about hey we're here to welcome you yeah I'm, I'm 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 well aware that i could do a better job um and i'm not defending my not as much diversity as i would like on the podcast with this statement but i'm one person doing it all by myself and I have a lot of people who actually reach out to me about being on the podcast which makes my job a lot easier so I kind of tend to go with them because they've asked yeah um but I do try no, to make that's... it a point to you know find people who have different backgrounds than me and stuff like that but it's there's only so much I can do no, yeah, in the time that I have in the day show. and, you know, yeah. people cancel podcasts, people reschedule podcasts, people, 
you know, there's all sorts of people never book the podcast that they agree to that they've agreed to, um, which is what happens to me with most 99% of people I reach out to is I would love to do it. And then crickets. And then, it, you know, the, there's a certain level of nagging where you're just like, this is too much effort. I'm not going to get you on the podcast. Yeah. If you want to do it, it's an open invitation. You've got the email. The link works. Yeah. So. It's uh, again, creative people. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> We're all a bunch of flaky um, bastards. I just got two questions actually. Sure. Uh, I think we can let's use that as subject quickly. Well, and let's use those uh, two questions as our <laughs> wrapping up points because, um, I have to pee. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> all right. It's, they're from the same person. Sure. Okay. Steph asked first, which Steph? is having a crossover. Um, Oh, what? I don't know how to say her last name. Sailing. Steph S. <laughs> sailing Steph on the run yes Stealing. what'd you say it was sailing I think sailing okay I've probably cool. butchered it she'll correct me no yeah um she asked first is having a crossover podcast episode like crossing the streams in Ghostbusters are we going to rip a hole in the universe should she be concerned yes yes second question yes it's uh, actually closer to and really only the guys are going to get this but when you're a little boy <laughs> sword fights you, you you cross the streams when you're going into the bathroom with your yeah friends. so nothing will get destroyed everyone's yeah. pants are just going to get it's a just wet. when you're a little yes, boy exactly yeah, yeah. It yeah. does not happen when you're in a, Well, I don't know. Zach's already taken his pants off, so. Uh, in all happen. seriousness, though, what's the latest creative funk you've gotten into, and how did you get out of it? I'll let you know when um, I get out of it. Sword fighting. That was how I got out of mine. Um, I'll let you know when I get out of it. Oh, I've, I've got one. It was this morning. Um, I, I uh, had like a, a vector done for a logo and I just needed a color palette, but like the color palette making the decision was just absolutely crippling. So rather than just create something on my own, I just went on Pinterest and like typed in keyword color palette, found something, worked out wonderfully, changed the saturation. Yeah, I do that all the time. Yeah, it's just like you bog yourself down with these pain in the ass problems, but you have infinite yeah. resources online. So. Yeah. No. Um. Hmm. My usually my real answer if I'm really in a creative funk is to get up and away from whatever I'm doing. If I'm sketching, go do something else. If I'm on the computer, usually it's go meditate or walk outside for a few minutes. You know. Yeah. Never no, for too long because it's no. hard to get back into it. But get away from it. I mean, I, I was being serious when I said I'll let you know when I get out of it because I'm currently kind of in a creative funk. Um, and I mean. It kind of depends because for me at the moment, it's a little situational. I, um, I've got one freelance client that I've been working with and I think we're on like version number nine of logo options for him. And he's literally gotten to the point where he's just giving me sketches. Then he wants me to be the production artist on it. And it's oh, yeah. making it so much worse. Like the first options I presented to him, I was really proud of. And I don't say that in like an egotistical, I'm the best designer out there, but it was like. You were proud of it. I That's was really proud say. of it. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I've, I've posted them on Dribbble and stuff like that. I was I was happy. It was something that had kind of gotten me out of it. And now it's just gotten to the point where it's like, oh, yeah, now I'm like making a stick figure and a shield. <laughs> Oh, he wants all of the type to be the exact same font and the exact same point size. Uh-uh. Okay, I can do that. So, 
So it's turning into a portfolio. It's turning from a portfolio job into a cell phone job. What's I don't know if you've ever heard our analogy. Phone? We call we usually call you know you've got the jobs you put in your portfolio and mm-hmm. then you got the jobs that pay your cell phone bill. Yeah, very much so. Yeah, yeah, paying my cell phone bill. But that's if I can ever, you know, complete the job so I can build a second. <laughs> and get paid for it. <laughs> get paid for it, yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that part's important. So. Cool. All right. Uh, well, well, Jason, what else do we have? Us on. Yes. Yeah, thank man. you for uh, thank you for having me on your show. This yeah. is going to be either the best episode we've ever put out or the worst episode we've ever put out. No, that's why we put out the special we did when we were drunk, so we already have a baseline for the worst episode. We got the low. I yeah, think I good. may have it's found. All... My, I think I may have found my low point. <laughs> <laughs> Glad we could help, you son of a bitch. It's gonna revolve all around, you know, Zach's, Zach's saggy nipples and thong underwear. <laughs> hey, I'm working on it, man. Ugh. I was getting ready to be defensive and like tell you the diet I'm on and how much weight I've lost, but it's funnier just to go with saggy nipples. <laughs> I'm just talking about gravity. I'm not talking about weight loss or anything hey, like that. It, it happens. I mean, like I said, 30 years of bad decisions. Zach, Zach's uh, in his early 30s and he's lost. Uh, he he doesn't look a day over 73. <laughs> I was I was going to say 78, but yeah, 73. Yeah. I'm glad I got having two kids out of the way already. Yeah, so you've got the body for it. <laughs> you really do. You really do. It's the only I've got way. a couple of I've got a couple of dad bods. Yeah, me too, buddy. <laughs> me too. That's why I haven't taken my shirt off. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm sweating over here. <laughs> I'm freezing. I'm surprised you can't tell. If I take my clothes off. I just look like the ghost. Of Christmas future from like Scrooge, so I uh, need to see that. Nobody does. Nobody does have like a Nosferatu bod going on. Yeah. Well, thanks, you scrawny pale asshole. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's all bad. right. Let, let's wrap, be let's wrap this up in a nice sure. uh, little bow. Zach, you want to take it out for you? Um, we usually say uh. I'll see you in two weeks, Daniel. I'll see you in two weeks. Hopefully sooner. I'll see you later, Jason. <laughs> guys, love thanks, you. thanks love for you coming guys. on. Yeah. Go out do and I have to say the, do I have to say the hug? Do I do the hug neck thing? No. So I've started doing it myself because it just got really awkward and confusing <laughs> trying to get people to say it. <laughs> I loved a couple of times where you had to like, you were like wrapping up the show and then you have to stop and explain yeah, yeah. <laughs> At least when I had Daniel on by himself, he understood it. He'd been to Creative South enough. To yeah. do I listened to the episodes. I knew the I knew the drill. Yeah. Well, and you'd been to Creative South. Yeah, too, it's a so. thing. Yeah. So people. So yeah. So uh, so go out and hug some necks. I'll I'll do it. Say I won't. You're not gonna do it. I'm gonna go do it. Bye guys. See ya. Bye.
record I want to review is by a band called Ghost, and the record is called Meloria. This is what metal used to sound like in the 70s. It's scary stuff, but not in the sound, it's the words. The singer dresses up like a skull-faced pope and sings about Lucifer and Satan. The song He Is, the least heavy song on the record, sounds like every 80s and 90s Christian power ballad that you'd hear right before an altar call. But instead of a love song to Jesus, this song is a love song to Satan. Pretty much all the songs are about Satan. So imagine the Beatles meets Black Sabbath or Blue Oyster Cult. This may be a gimmick band, but I'm fully bought in and I love it. Thank you. 